Eldonzo and D's presents Women with a Penis. Women with a Penis. We salute you, TikTok and Instagram influencer that thinks he's a 13-year-old girl. She's got a rocket in her pocket. When they said men couldn't have menstrual cramps and bloating, you said, hold my mind all. I think I need some Pepto-Bismol. So crack an ice cold one, oh normalizer of the bulge. And remember, if anyone ever tells you you're not a real woman, you tell them they can suck. Coming at you from the Skyhammer Studios here on Cities 92.9. You have insanity in my earpiece. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. I am, course, of course, M. Eldonzo. You okay there? Nope, not at all. <laughs> I'm D's. And uh, we've got a pretty good show for you this week. Uh, D's. We listened to the beginning of the show. Mm hmm. And we've got a couple news stories about this. But before we get into those news stories, we have to do the most important part of the first segment, which is talk about our sponsor, EnviroSeal. If you have sinking concrete slabs like driveways, patios, or sidewalks, give them a call at 309-275-6303. They use polyurethane foam, and they jack up the slabs and get them ready to drive on within a few hours. You know what else they do, Dees? What's that? They insulate the hell out of any commercial or residential building with that spray foam insulation. So for all your jacking and insulation needs, Give those guys a call, 309-275-6303 for EnviroSeal. Not quite the uh, Dear Penthouse version that you... <laughs> Just wait and see what I got in store for next week. Oh, geez. Oh, it's going to be fabulous. Yeah. It's going to be wait. fabulous. So, speaking of fabulous, we've got some... Uh, just kind of get back on it because this is this is evolving and and like we said on last week's show this has been going on longer than you thought it would and really than i thought it would yeah it's it is kind of starting to peter out a little bit but um yeah, i mean it's still going pretty strong but the two big things happened uh obviously we're talking about the whole bud light thing um first off budweiser obviously the parent company uh in their panic state basically said bring out the horses <laughs> it reminds me of monty python bring out your dad oh. bring out the horses i saw a meme uh from i believe it was one of the uh austin powers yes sir the frau oh yeah name. yeah send in the clown <laughs> yeah. but that's basically what they did it's like oh give them the clydesdales and uh yeah i mean any other time it'd be a pretty good commercial you know in a time when america was kind of you know down on itself but yeah divided given, in the civil war absolutely right right uh but given the timing of it for them to do it it's it was just pretty comical and it got roasted on twitter you can tell it was it was a desperate reach yeah and then i believe the uh i don't know if it was the ceo or the chairman or whatever put out a long statement um he never really apologized for it, but you could kind of tell that it was like their backhanded apology, trying like uh, you know, just trying to bring people together. Our bad. You, this 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 reminds me of like anybody that's got kids out there will know this. Uh, when when you catch your kid lying and you call him out for it, 
and they will not admit to it, and you know they're lying. Yeah. And finally, they go, "Okay, I'm lying. I did. I did take the last cookie. If this is that what you want me to say? Is that what you want me to hear? Okay, I'll just admit to it." That's kind of what I got from the 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 Budweiser, the Anheuser Busch half-assed apology. Yeah. If you didn't hear it or read it, it basically it says this. It says, as CEO of a company founded in America and Heartland for more than more than 165 years Gotta ago. Got to drive that in there, right? Yeah. I am responsible for ensuring every consumer feels proud of the beer we brew. Really? You're proud of Bud Light? Yeah. Anyway. Continue. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and a proud history supporting our communities, military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. My time serving this country taught me the importance of... And he's got to throw that. My yeah, time throw his served in this, this country yep. uh, taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded. Freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers to consumers across our nation. You know, it almost sounds like they chose the Chinese Communist Party to be a spokesperson instead of a transgender guy that thinks he's a 13 year old girl yeah that i mean it's extremely patriotic yeah like he the part where he says you know it taught me the importance of accountability but you you're you, blaming you never mentioned what you're taking accountability for yeah and we already heard that there was this story where nobody really came out and put their name on it but they were like nobody up top knew what they were doing she went what was her name Alejandro Heinenschnitzel. I can't. Hein, Heinel. Heinerscheid. Heinerscheid. That's it. Yeah. Alyssa. I believe Alyssa Heinerscheid. And if we had our sticks together, we'd already have that pulled up, but we don't right now. No. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they. I, I think they're still losing money too, aren't they? Well, yeah. They're. I mean, I don't think it's quite the uh, tailspin that it was last week, but I mean, they definitely haven't recovered. Uh, their losses quite yet and i think it might be a little while before they do well we're going to see how bad it gets um here's my thing with this before we go to the next story related to it i am just waiting to see how bad it gets and see when they fire that heinel shied lady because uh, i can tell you this if they actually fire her and say look you know what we did an investigation she was out of her league we fired her whether she was out of her league or not Maybe I'll buy Anheuser-Busch products again, but as Dees can attest, El Donzo messed up. I had a hankering for Bex. I didn't realize, and I bought a 12-pack of Bex while I was at the uh, the local store. At, at what point did you realize that, that it was a, an AB product? I, I'll tell you at what point I remembered it was an AB product. Well, it's InBev. I don't know if it's actually Anheuser-Busch, yeah, but still. Be uh, Bex was part of the German or what Belgian company that bought ab so like bex wasn't always an anheuser-busch label until, yeah it's like broil bex yeah so when i got home and I, i'm like man i haven't had a bex in a year so i cracked one and i drank and i'm like oh yeah and i'm like wait wait it was a heineken or was it bex and i'm like oh man and i got on the phone like oh it's bex but you know what for <laughs> you know 20 dollars for a 12 pack i'm gonna drink all of it these you even that's the first bex you ever had wasn't it yes i tried one he had one before the show it's He's not never... bad but like i told you man i used to be a pretty good pretty heavy beer drinker uh until about 25 and that's when i switched to vodka i just lost the taste for beer and even like that i that's a good beer but to me like it, the end i struggled like, yeah I yeah just, you did yeah, I just, I don't know. I lost taste for it. I just, give me a good old Russian vodka and 
He always starts to choke at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just what it does. Uh, speaking of who else likes beer, Ron DeSantis does, and he's none too happy with Anheuser-Busch. This is a Fox News headline. DeSantis says Anheuser-Busch is too woke, has lost him as a customer. Why would you want to drink Bud Light, he says. Uh, I'm calling BS on this, and I'll tell you why after you're done. All right, let's read it, and you call BS on it. Yep. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis encouraged people to continue boycotting Bud Light amid their promotion of transgender personality Dylan Mulvaney. As he said, conservative consumers hold power to keep the company accountable. He also revealed his preferred alternative beer. During an interview Monday evening and with political commentator Benny Johnson, DeSantis said he would not be drinking Bud Light anymore as he did not wish to help enable woke companies and their goals of trying to change our country, trying to change policy, and trying to change a culture. Quote, why would you want to drink Bud Light? I mean, like, honestly, that's like them rubbing our faces in it, and it's like these companies that do this, if they never have any response, they're just going to keep doing it. So... I got one more thing to follow up with this, but go ahead and tell me why this is BS. Well, later in that article, he tells you what his favorite beer is that him and his wife drink. Yeah. It's Guinness. Which is, I believe, an InBev product, isn't it? I don't think so. I can't recall. You know what? We should pull that up. Let's let's see how much time we got I think here. Guinness is their own thing. Let's see. Because it's like brewed exclusively in... Uh, Ireland. So I got a question. Why are you calling BS if his favorite beer is Guinness? Because if you drink Guinness, you're not drinking anything from Anheuser-Busch. That's not true. I drink, I drink Bush. I used to drink Bush Light all the time, and I would buy but a six-pack of Guinness every week or go to the... If your favorite... He says, though, that's his favorite. I just don't buy it. I, I mean, I get he says what he has to say because of who he is and what he represents, and that, that's fine. But if he is like a true Guinness drinker, he probably doesn't drink any lagers because typically you're on one side of the fence or the other with that there are some like I, you that might be like i'll have a, there, I'll there's a, a lot guinness. like me right but, there really is but somebody that says my favorite beer is guinness especially somebody that has money and that can afford to buy guinness whenever they want i don't know i i i think as a beer drinker i have to say you're off here but one thing i will say and this didn't go over good for uh, old junior donald trump jr he came out in support of anheuser-busch this week uh, I don't have the article up, but I, I did watch the video. He said they contribute to a lot of conservative causes, and they this and they that, and contribute contribute to Republicans more than Democrats. He so wants those checks. He wants something. That was so astounding to me to watch him say that. He, he did bring up a valid point, but on the other hand, look, I can drink Miller Lite just as easy as I can drink Bush Light or anything else. So I don't. It just doesn't matter to me. And like I said, I've I've been pretty staunch about this. I'm not boycotting anything. I'm just not buying it. Right. I'm not going to tell people to go out and boycott it. You do what you want with your money. You support who you, who you want to support. Me, on the other hand, I'm not doing it. Dees, you get the final word, brother. What do you think? I think that the, the whole Trump thing is 100% they want those checks. Yeah, they, I, I have to assume, like you said, if they give money to conservative causes and whatnot, I'm sure... Somewhere in there, they have contributed to the Trump campaign or whatever, and they're just, yeah. That could be, could not be. Who knows? I can understand. I can, let's say this. If I'm I can, a betting man, I'm saying that's I can understand reason. Don Jr.'s reasoning for it. I just don't necessarily agree with it. This yeah. is the Eldonzo and D Show, and we will be right back. Oh, after these are commercial massages. 
Hey, Dee's here from the Eldonzo and Dee's Show, welcoming you to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Eldonzo Dee's. Go on over, check us out, give us a like, a follow, a share, drop some comments, let us know what you think, and we also post links to all of our uh, shows, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, anywhere you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. Facebook.com slash D's. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, we're back on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the Eldonzo and D's show. I'm Eldonzo. I'm D's. And we are, uh, we're, I think we're we're doing this right now in the middle of uh, tornado warnings. It's a tornado. A twister, a twister. Uh, so, yeah, this could get interesting. I got a backup generator just for the show. In case we lose power. Now, hold on. Yo. Before we cause mass panic, we are recording this on (laughs) Thursday. Yes, we do have to, for logistical reasons, we have to record this. uh, Don't don't go run into your basement on Saturday morning. This is currently Thursday evening, and uh, there's a monsoon going on outside the studio here. And reported tornadoes in the area... When I say area, I mean like within 50 miles or so, but yeah. You know, I'm just saying maybe this is God's way of saying he doesn't like our show. Well, mm, just throwing that out there he, right now. He might as well get in line, according to some of the people on our Facebook page. You know, we usually give a little bit of, we usually give the listeners an update. Dee's and I play on a trivia team we have for years. Yeah. We usually give a trivia update. We, we didn't do that because we didn't play, but Eldonzo played. I went there as the good Samaritan that I am. You were the, you didn't even want to play. You were the one that was in the text like, eh, maybe we should just call it. Well, I was throwing that out so there. So I immediately called my brother. I'm like, he clearly doesn't want to play. No, I didn't. But I, did I say I didn't want to play? No, I just said we don't have the full team. I've known you for a long time, and I know what I'm you're s- saying sometimes when you're not saying it. You were saying, <laughs> I really don't want to go play. You, you're pretty good at reading me, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I really didn't want to go play because I had been... Uh, imbibing since about uh noon that day i could have pulled it off though i got off early had to go my i'll tell you why i started drinking early i started drinking at my accountant's office okay and there's a reason (laughs) for this yeah because i owe the federal government eleven thousand dollars all right i'm not going to complain about mine then eleven thousand the state was like is like up to three grand right now um it turns out i sold a building for eighty thousand dollars more than it was uh what i bought it for and i couldn't write that off in the previous years and now they're sticking it to me uh so well apparently you needed hunter biden's tax people i did oh i absolutely did and before we get into hunter biden's tax or situation, for that matter in the interest of fairness Donald Trump's tax people. Hey, Trump even came out and said, hey, these are the tax laws that you people created, no, I, and I, I followed them. I agree, yeah. I mean, that's why they haven't gotten him yet, and we, we still don't have anything. We're not even talking about it because nothing's developed from the indictment yet. Believe I don't me, believe. As, as a business owner myself, I... You use everything you can get. Yes. So I did end up stopping into the establishment just to let them know we wouldn't be there, and the opposite team had to split up because there was nobody else there. So now I I'm starting to feel a little bit bad right so i played two rounds on the team that is usually competitive against us just helped them out a little bit there was they split up one had three one had two i jumped on the one that had two and you know just being a good christian about this uh yes and we were talking about (sighs) okay so let me get this pulled up here so there's a whistleblower 
Okay. And all we really know right now is he's claiming that the investigation into Hunter Biden has been affected by politics somehow because Joe Biden has imagined that, you know, Joe Biden said he's going to bring transparency back to the government when he got elected. The adults are back in the room. Uh, This is from Fox News. And this is this is a recent update. Uh, the whistleblowers news draws intense Twitter backlash cover up of Biden family corruption. Well, the whole fa- the whole family's corrupt. There, this has got to be one of the most corrupt uh, presidents we've ever had. With the China thing I, and 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 the Russia. I it, disagree. It's, it's, well, who do you think was more the corrupt? The Clintons than... still hold that title. Okay, but you know what? They did a better job of covering it up. Absolutely. But okay. The, this... I promise you they have more skeletons in their closet than the Bidens. But you know what? They can have their skeletons because Bidens have a hunter. And when That's I say their skeletons problem. in their closet, many of them are actual skeletons. And we're not done with Joe Biden on this episode of the Eldonzo and D Show. We got more coming up. We're going to go into this. Let's Let's read this from Fox News. Twitter users and Republican figures had intense reactions to an alleged, I got my fingers up, whistleblower claiming that the Biden administration is intentionally mishandling the Hunter Biden investigation. (gasps) Fox News confirmed that attorney Mark D. Lytle penned a letter calling for whistleblower privileges regarding his client, an IRS criminal supervisory agent. The letter read that the agent previously made legally protected disclosures at the IRS and stated that these disclosures, quote, contradict sworn testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee. Well, about a day later, it comes out. That political appointee is Merrick Garland. This is from the New York Post. Attorney General Merrick Garland is senior Biden official in Hunter Biden IRS whistleblower claim. Uh, Garland is the unnamed official whose sworn testimony before Congress is being challenged in a bombshell letter from an IRS whistleblower's attorney that also alleges a cover-up in the Hunter Biden criminal investigation. Uh, Whistleblower already made disclosures to the inspectors general of the Treasury and Justice Department. This has to do with like a $2 million loan, I believe, that Hunter Biden took out as well. But there's a whole lot of Hunter Biden issues, and he's being fingered for the tax stuff right now, and how he got his money from Burisma, how he got his money from China, of course, which was really interesting to me. How does he get a $2 million? I can't finance a toaster, and this crackhead is getting a $2 million loan? Uh, Maybe you should start smoking crack, I guess. Uh, the anonymous whistleblower since early 2020 supervised the IRS's investigation of Hunter Biden for alleged tax evasion and related crimes linked to the 53-year-old's foreign income from countries including China and Ukraine. Huh. I can't figure out why we're spending all this money on Ukraine. Can you? No. World War III just to cover this crackhead's butt. Weiss's office reportedly is considering related charges against the first son involving money laundering and unregistered foreign lobbying lobbying plus lying about drug use on a gun purchase form so the thing about lying about drug use on a gun purchase form let's get this out of the way right now that's the 40 the form 4473 i used to deal in firearms Mm -hmm. and they clearly ask you if you have you are you now or have you ever been addicted to illegal narcotics that i may be i'm paraphrasing here addicted yes or user of narcotics or anything like that the most that and the alcohol is the most lied about question on those so forms. It's kind of a gray area if you Okay. But here's where it gets here's where it gets iffy. If you're gonna lie about that on a gun form, keep a low profile. Don't throw your pistol in the dumpster, have your girlfriend go back and get it and have the Secret Service cover for you. And have that in text messages. And you know what? 
on the, uh, oh. or don't have pictures of yourself smoking crack on a laptop that you don't know that you left at a was it a Delaware? Did you say, speaking of what was on his laptop? Do you guys remember this? Remember the the foot thing on his laptop where he had the the prostitute doing the foot thing, you know? And he's just smoking crack and videotape. That's creepy to me. There's something about that creepy. The foot thing, or this is video to everything. Oh yeah, video. To, eh, if he could just their own, though. If I he mean... could just, well, I get it. But if he could just have his fun and not have to document everything he was doing. So anyway, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with Hunter Biden. Of course, Joe Biden is trying to cover it up because, I mean, you just read it. All roads lead to China and obviously Ukraine. Not to go off on a tangent here, but you brought it up. The whole World War Three thing. Mm. You know what hasn't been talked about almost at all in the last several days? Let's have it. The leaks. Oh, that's right. And I got that. I, I, you want to talk about a story that disappeared. I didn't have that. I don't have that brought up right now. I wanted to do it later. But let's let's check our time and see if we can get into it. We got a little bit, and maybe we can continue on in the second segment. So there's a lot of stuff coming out about this. Thank you for bringing that up, Dees. There is? See, I found it, and a lot of people called me out on the World Socialist website, and I shared that on the Eldonzo yeah, Dees page. that was days ago. There's been nothing since. Like, you, you found that. I agree. They've muffled it. Before the weekend was over. But that had the most concise, and we'll pull that up for you. That had the most concise gathering of information because when you go on the mainstream media of course they're going to suppress it they never really came out and denied this stuff but there's there's a couple other things to this too so seven or eight to one ukrainians are being killed to russians if you can pull that up on your laptop i want to see this uh we've also got special forces on the ground and uh sensitive nuclear devices at zaporizhia power plant that came out later if you got that and want to read through it, if you scroll down, I apologize. He, he pulled this on me, but I'm glad he did. If yeah, you want to read through that and give some stats that go into there, go the, ahead. The leaked documents make clear that the U.S. and NATO are the main driving forces of the war. Oh, we had a little bit of a glitch here, and he's back. With the Ukrainian military serving as mercenary proxy force, they show that NATO has deployed over 150 military personnel to Ukraine and demonstrate the degree to which NATO funds, arms, trains, and directly commands the Ukraine military. They substantiate the fact that the war is the creation of NATO, which has spent billions of dollars to hijack the Ukrainian political system, and in its turn, its population into cannon fodder for a devastating war that has led to hundreds of thousands of Russian and Ukrainian casualties. In other words, the documents expose the entire narrative of the war, promoted by the Biden White House, is a lie. And speaking of casualties, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Instead of the 200,000 casualties they say Russia's incurred, this the leaked documentation says it's between 35 and 43,000. Yeah, the main revelations of the documents are 97 NATO special ops troops are currently currently deployed inside Ukraine. A total of 100 U.S. personnel deployed inside Ukraine, including 71 U.S. military personnel. U.S. military sees the training of the Ukrainian military, NATO deployments in Europe, and U.S. military deployments inside Ukraine as being interoperable and reports all of them on a single page. U.S. has drawn up detailed maps for a planned offensive operation aimed at cutting off Crimea from Russia, this occupied is huge. Ukrainian territory with favorable conditions for the offensive beginning mid-May. U.S. and its NATO allies are training, funding, arming three-quarters of the forces that are going to be thrown into combat as part of this offensive. One of the documents declares that 12 combat 
credible brigades can be generated for the spring counteroffensive, three internationally by Ukraine, nine are U.S. allied and partner trained and equipped. So we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the next segment, um, but hats off to Dees for getting that in. And yeah, we'll be right back here on Cities 92.9. Talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I am Dees. And uh, before we took a break, we were kind of going over these uh, alleged <clears throat> leaks that were um, passed along through Discord from uh, a U.S. Uh, Air Guardsman Jack Teixeira. And uh, I was giving you some of the things in there. Also in the reports are that the documents point to a massive disparity between the U.S. the U.S.'s public and internal presentation of the level of Russian casualties. On February 2nd, the New York Times reported, citing U.S. officials, the number of Russian troops killed and wounded in Ukraine is approaching 200,000. By contrast, the internal documents pointed to between 35,000 and 43,000 Russian soldiers killed in action. That's a huge difference. So does anybody, and I think we've been saying this for a while now, this is all a BS uh, con job going on in Ukraine. If, again, in the interest of fairness if this report which is from the what is it the world socialist whatever the world socialist website and a lot of people scoff when i bring stuff up from here it has been credible in the past it has been credible the only thing that concerns me and it doesn't concern me a whole lot because i know how american media works the only thing that that concerns me is that no major outlets whether it be fox msn whatever uh have said anything about this some on fox have tucker carlson's been pretty good about this and has talked about these specific details yes okay specifically they had but still like it the story died like they talked a little bit for the couple of days but they mostly and i don't watch tucker so if i'm wrong i'm wrong but they for the most part they have only talked about this kid and like how has this kid got the clearance he does which i wonder that myself so something interesting, and I could not find the story. And if I do find it, I will share it. Uh, there's a good write-up on the Gateway Pundit by Joe Hoft, talking about how Teixeira is a guardsman, and I believe it's Air National Guard. Isn't yeah, it? Air National Guardsman. Yeah. So he's only there one weekend out of the uh, out of the month, and putting the timeline together, he says it's not impossible, but it just doesn't make sense how this kid got all this information while he was at drill. Okay, he's not doing this eight hours a day, five days a week. While he was at drill, snuck out, took pictures, got it up on Discord, and then got back to drill that weekend. Now, he's not saying it's impossible. He's just saying it just looks odd. But here's the thing. With the federal government nowadays, everything to me looks odd. Now, getting back into this. how uh, One question. How or why does he have to take pictures, go home, put it on Discord, and get back? He can spend the whole weekend there taking pictures or whatever, and then he's got... But he goes in there all on the time in the world to get he, on Discord. He goes in there on Saturday and on, I, th- I believe it was, and look, don't quote me on this. I got to find this, but it was compelling. Mm-hmm. The timeline and the timestamps and everything, he would have gotten to drill on Saturday morning. And then at noon, he would have uploaded this to Discord. 
But why? why? And then he would have made it back to drill. Is this just, in the story? Yes, okay. this is all laid out in the story. I don't know why. Look, you, why you would be crunched for time if you've but, taken pictures? You can upload it to Discord whenever. Exactly. But he was supposedly at drill, according to the dates on these documents and the dates when they were uploaded to Discord. That's what's not making sense. Nobody's shaking their fist and pounding the desk and saying to, this is a hands-out conspiracy I, here. I can pull up Discord right now. If he gets on the computer and takes a picture of the document, you can literally... Okay. I'm I, just, I gotta take a whiz, and you go in the bathroom, I, and boom, that's there. I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, because yeah. I don't have the story in front of me, but it is... Well, I'm gonna try to find it. It yeah. was difficult to find it. There's no, like, long upload times or whatever. If you just take a picture of it, you can literally... it. Boom, Instant there. goes yeah. up, right? Yeah. Okay. So what just like sa- Facebook or whatever, you just right. upload. A so picture. what Hoff was saying with this, Joe Hoff of the Gateway Pundit. By the way, we're all Donzo and D's. I'm El Donzo. I'm D's. If you're listening, <laughs> what Joe Hoff was saying was by the dates that this was uploaded in the Times, he would have had to shown up at drill Saturday morning, gone through his stuff, went in, got onto the servers, downloaded this, ran home, took pictures, uploaded it, and then ran back to drill f- to be there the whole weekend. That's what he's saying. That it happened while he was at drill. Okay, but why? And again, you don't know, but I'm just yeah. asking out loud. Why couldn't you just pull up the documents on the computer? I, snap, I don't, snap picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But anyway, that's something we, yeah. we're not going to get into because we don't have all the information. My One my thing, concern more is how is this 21 year old weekend warrior? And no offense to those, I was one of them myself, but that's what that's what to call them, right? But how is a 21 year old guardsman? Get top secret clearance. I'm going to tell you, if you did get top secret clearance, I'm going to tell you exactly how that happened. The United States military is hurting so bad for recruits right now. And these are the only kids you're getting is these kids that are going into this woke zone. Everything's changed in the military. This is what they're getting. This is the creme de la creme for the military right now. I'm not saying all of them. My kids are going in the Marine Corps. He's a good kid. I'm not saying all of them. But they're so hard up. They're going to take people like that. Who knows? They got to have a vetting process. If the kid doesn't have a past history, I don't know. I mean, I get that. Yeah, you're going to take whoever wants to sign up, but top secret clearance for a uh, guardsman? I mean, dude, I don't know. And I was pretty uh, hard on this Tessera kid, but I'm going to tell you something. If the stuff we're reading on WSWS and these other sites is true, the kid could damn near be a martyr. Okay, that's what's going to happen it's to him. He's possible. never getting out. But this is important information if it is true. Now, the most important thing here in the story that Dees was just talking about from the WSWS, uh, the World Socialist website, was that the U.S. has plans to retake Crimea from Russia. Correct? Had plans. Had plans. But here's <laughs> the thing. They already found out these Discord leaks had made it to Russia. So now Russia knows... They probably did, but now they've got some more information saying that their fears are confirmed that we are fighting this war and using Ukrainian soldiers as cannon fodder. Now, us taking retaking Crimea, if that's a plan, that is a major red line to Vladimir Putin, and he said it, and I believe him on this one. Now, what also ties into this, we talked about major red lines. Uh, this has just come out this week, and this is from uh, First Post. I heard this on other places as well. Headline is, do not touch sensitive American technology at Ukrainian nuclear power plant, U.S. warns Russia. This was a memo the U.S. sent Russia. Do you think Russia really cares about a memo? Putin probably wiped his rear with it. So we're gonna. I want to break this down a little bit. And this has to do with the Crimea thing as well, because he's threatened nuclear war. It's, it's unacceptable to try and retake it. So here's the, uh, here's the meat and taters. 
According to a letter the U.S. Department of Energy sent to Russia's state-owned nuclear energy firm Rosatom, the director of the Energy Department's Office of Nonproliferation Policy, Andrea Ferkile, tells Ros- Rosatom's director general that the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Enifador contains U.S. origin nuclear technical data that is export controlled by the United States government. Meanwhile, the head of the UN's atomic energy watchdog crossed the front line in the war in Ukraine to visit Europe's largest nuclear power plant in March and warned that it was easy to see evidence of intensified fighting in the area that poses a threat to the facility's safety. Now, it has been confirmed by Toria Newland that we do have biolabs in Ukraine. I think we talked about that. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. She confirmed it. Yes, that there are biolabs in Ukraine, and we are concerned about those, that Russia's going to get to them. Okay? Now, sensitive nuclear devices is a way, another term was used here at Zaporizhia. Sensitive nuclear devices. So a theory that I came up with with somebody else, of course, nobody's talking about this, is that they're having, when they say U.S. origin nuclear technical data, why would that be so bad for Russia to get a hold of? Unless we were over there because of the threat of nuclear conflict, having items over there or ways to enrich that uranium to use it in tactical nuclear warheads. Why else would the U.S. be over there doing that? And to send out a memo telling, Russia, you better not mess with that. You better not read our stuff. Like, who takes us seriously anymore? Yeah. It's just Joe Biden. You're sending out a memo to Russia? You can't even make a phone call with Russia. We have no back door with Russia anymore. We are on the cusp of nuclear war. Yeah, I mean, again, if this uh, website report is correct, it's... It's a lot worse than than what you might think, what you are hearing about on on most of the major news outlets. If this is true, again, we don't have anything rock solid to substantiate, but it, it doesn't look good. And and that's the thing about doing what we do. You can only go by the news reports you got. Yeah. And and nowadays, trying to vet something is next to impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the mainstream media doesn't say what these guys are saying. Between the internet and the media having so many people, and I swear, I, them under the table, and I had a snap off about people sharing stupid stories yeah, off of Facebook. Social, yeah. From obvious, you know, hoax. Anyway, speaking of nuclear. Ex-Biden official Sam Britton to undergo mental health evaluation and luggage theft case. Did you see the lipstick he was wearing with that dress? He should have a mental health evaluation done. <laughs> it didn't match, and his eyeliner was all messed up. Sam Britton, the disgraced former Biden administration official accused of stealing luggage on at least two separate occasions. If he's been caught twice, he's done it more than twice. The dude's I little... thought it was three times, wasn't it? Yeah, th- this is what it is, and we will recap that on our way back into the... I think it's the last segment. Right here on Cities 92.9, the Eldonzo and D show. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. Yes, D's, I see that. The Haribo story we'll talk about later. Uh, coming at you on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I am the Eldonzo. I know, you can't do that. I'm D's. 
You realize uh, L is the I know yeah. I just it's always being facetious. Yeah, I am the the Don L. I am the the Donzo. Right? Is that what I just said? Yes. I don't know. Being a little loopy here. Maybe D's was sneaking edibles onto my plate before we did this. I don't no, know. No, but I, again, pre-recorded. Today is actually four twenty, and I I literally was going to do an edible before I did the show, but I thought that that might be a train wreck that we can't quite clean up after. Been, so. there, even, even my editing skills can't do that. We'd have to probably speed you up a little bit. So anyway, in the last, in the last segment, we were talking about Sam Brenton. Uh, he's to undergo mental health evaluation is luggage theft case. Of course, disgraced former Biden administration official, which was in charge of nuclear waste. That's how that tied into the Zaporizhia power plant story. That's kind of like that stupid trivia. I don't think thing. he was in charge of. He yes. Was, no, he was. Yep. He was in charge of disposing of the nuclear waste for the United States. I just thought he worked for that. No, he was. Place. He was the head honcho, man. Uh, so Brenton, who is non-binary and uses, of course, they, them pronouns, appeared remotely Monday at a Hennepin County court hearing stemming from a luggage theft incident that occurred in September at Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport. By the way, we may have a women with a penis segment dedicated to him at some point. In addition to having to undergo a mental health evaluation, Britain will be required to write a letter of apology to the victim, return any stolen property, and perform three days of community service. Uh, yeah, we were talking about in the last segment, if he's been caught twice, I think this has been this kid's M.O. Oh, I'm sure he's done it more than more than twice. I just don't understand this. This is what perplexes me the most about Sam Britton. You see him with a mustache and lipstick and a dress, or maybe in a puppy mask, but he has no wig. He's bald. I mean, what, I don't know. What do you put him? I don't. I I never ever think about Sam Britton. I don't either. So he pops up. I'm just kind of thinking about he it. He has an apartment in your head. Lives right next to Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Upstairs from John Fetterman. Okay, I've taken it easy on Fetterman, but... Okay, but... free in your head. No, I wouldn't say he's rent-free in my head. Come on. I, I feel bad for John Fetterman. John Fetterman's in the news, by the way, as well. And Dees and I can both agree on this. It, it's by far time to stop poking too much fun at this poor dude because he's obviously being used for something. No, it's sad. Like, I mean, it, it is. It is. Gateway pundit. Dazed and confused Fetterman returns to Capitol Hill after two-month absence looking like a slob. It's not just that he looks like a slob, though. Uh, his... I take offense to that because that is literally how I dress every day if I'm not at work. Dude, but not at work. It's not like he's on the, the, the Capitol floor in that. He showed up like... Uh, I agree, but when he made his first address, he was in a suit and tie. I'll give him that. Yeah, I I wouldn't be so, walking into the office. I'd be. This is like if I'm just sitting in my office, like writing a bill or whatever. That's exactly how I'm gonna look with a hoodie and some shorts. Now, if I got to make an appearance or whatever, fine, I'll slap the tie on. But I don't I don't fault him for that at all. And you're not a senator, but you know he, he doesn't look any different than he usually did. No, let's put it that way. But when he when he when he made his first. Uh, I wouldn't say it was necessarily an address to Congress. It was a meeting here. Uh, it was we're gonna, a committee. It was thing, a committee it, meeting. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna play this for you. Look, and I told Jesus before we started the show, we were talking about this. If if this is this guy's extent of how he can talk, if he can't do it, then just tell him, John. You know, you don't have to say anything. Let somebody else do this, and you just kind of nod your head. You know, this ain't your strong suit. He wasn't a good speaker before his stroke. No, he he couldn't tie a sentence together then. So we're gonna play this. Um, here we go. And now we go to the greatest orator of our time, John Fetterman. 
I call to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, especially crops, organics, and research to order. Chairwoman Stebenow. And Ranking Member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. He's not doing terrible right now. A farm bill that works for small far farmers, rural communities, and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my ranking member, Senator Braun. And I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. In my time and effort and in IFAS, as the mayor of Braddock to lieutenant governor to now, poverty. I have heard poverty. from Pennsylvanians Look about their support for SNAP. Hunger is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's all of our issue that we have to take it on. That's dead air kills. <laughs> we need to come together and stop playing political games with Americans' access to food. Americans like Chair about Corey Jor from the north to the town yeah, of Northeast. I, we get it's, the point. It's, yeah, it's it's it, now it's getting off the rails. And it doesn't get any better. The guy's obviously not there. Is is I guess the point we're trying to make, or he's not ready to be doing this. And the the you know who I actually feel the worst for. It's like you said, Mehmet Oz. Yeah. I mean, yeah he's got to be sitting at home going, how did I lose to this guy? I mean, I, and again, look, I don't fault Fetterman at all. I get it. Like in his mind, when this whole thing started, he, you know, I, I believe him that he's got good intentions and he wants to do the right thing, but he clearly lacks the capacity to hold this position and, and do it in the manner that it needs to be done. It's, it's one of those things they, they should, they should like, if there's a, I don't know if the 25th amendment applies to senators and uh, any Yankee. Okay. They need to get somebody in there. that can do it. Even though I'm not a Democrat or a liberal as they get in there, I'd still tell them, look, get somebody in there. They can at least carry the torch for you. Yeah, so senators, what are they? They're two years, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. And then uh, representatives are four. No, I think representative, are they four or six? I feel really stupid right now. You sprung that on me, and I can't say that I for sure. I think it's two for senators, four for presidents, and I, six for reps. I think you're correct. And after this segment, we'll make sure we got our stuff together. I, it's just, if not, one of those it wouldn't things. be the first time. I've you know, wrong. it's like you ever watch Jeopardy, and they ask him a really easy question, and you're like, you're yelling at him. You know, you idiot. You, that's how it is sometimes when you're recording. The simplest question you get asked, and you're just your mind goes blank. And you start second guessing yourself. Yeah. So anyway, if if we have to, you know, revise that, we'll revise it. These, what do you got? Uh, well, we've talked about UFOs, and there was a uh, recently a um, Pentagon. the The headlines from Fox: footage of UFOs over conflict zone seen for the first time. Which that's not true because I've seen this footage before, so I don't know unless it's a different camera angle. Unless it's been like this actually released and not yeah. leaked. Pentagon released a video of UFO flying over an active combat zone in the Middle East in 2022. Its mere existence creates the probability of unintended crossfire, according to an expert. Short clip of a metallic looking orb flying at a fast pace was shown during Wednesday's hearing before the Senate Armed Services Subcommittee on Emerging Threats and Capabilities. Emerging threats 
and capabilities. There's something wrong here. Yeah. The object of first seen moving from the top right of the screen to the bottom left temporarily disappears out of view and then briefly reappears. This is essentially all the data that we have of this event. Says Sean Kilpatrick, director of the All Domain Anonymy Resolution Office. That's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be virtually impossible to fully identify that just based off that video. And if you get on there and, and you look this video up, it is. It looks like a big metal like globe, and it is. It's metallic looking. Hauling ace across the screen. And it is being captured by a camera on a recon uh, plane high above the sky. Okay, so two issues with this that I have is either A, that is not man-made. That, no. that's, that, there's nothing. There's no... Look at... The, how is it thrusting? How is it doing that? Yes, there's no wings. Okay, there's, there's, there's nothing. nothing. It is a giant metal ball, and it wasn't too oh, far... Oh, dude, have you ever seen Phantasm? Yeah. With the thing that pops out, the big old metal... That's what it looks like, dude. Yeah. Uh, the, is that the tall man in the background? This this is an alien like probe droid, like from friggin' Star Wars or whatever. They're like sending these in... Dude, I'm going to tell you right the F now. Meanwhile, we can't get a spaceship into orbit because today Starship made it four and, minutes into its and, flight. And, and, and the same guy that runs SpaceX... And we got this come out right after they failed. Yeah. The same guy that runs SpaceX told Tucker Carlson he has no evidence of alien life. He's never seen it. Meanwhile, this orb comes out and his his rocket crashes. Yeah. So, uh, which is funny because like he's like, and it, everybody's kind of burning on it, like, oh, you failed. No, they really didn't because they didn't expect it to last that long. Correct. It got to where they wanted it to get before it exploded. Absolutely. The funniest part is Elon's like, eh. It's going to take four or five tries of a, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, it's just, look, it's just money to Elon. Yeah, let me just write another check. They're this, actually sending up another flight here in, like, a couple months. This is the Eldonzo and D show, and we will be right back here on Cities 92.9. Don't forget, download the Cities 929 app available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple App Store. Listen to us live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. That helps our metrics out. That is Cities 929 app available on both major platforms. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is the El Donzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I am El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we have to clarify something. We boned up in the last segment of hour one. You, you did. I was more right than you. You were more right than I was. I feel Senators, a little embarrassed by that. Yes. Yes. I had them mixed up. Senators you, you have a six-year term. House of Representatives have a two-year term. And the president has a four-year term. See, I can pull that out, too. Yeah. I knew that, though. I, this is, like I said, stuff you know, you think you know, until it pops up and you're like, what color is the sky? Yeah. So, anyway, sorry about that. Uh, moving on. Well, we got some more stories for you to kick off the second hour of the show. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. This was this was entertain. It wasn't as entertaining as the other one we're coming to. We're going to do a twofer with Marjorie Taylor. I think you're starting to warm up to MTG. No, I'm not. I she's, kind she's of. She's annoying. I, I think you're. Oh no, man. No, I think you got the hots for. It. That's what uh, I think. 
think she should take a long walk off a shortcut. Oh, come on now. Marjorie Taylor Greene drops bomb on Biden crime family. Oversight Committee has evidence of Biden family connections to human trafficking of prostitutes from the U.S., Russia, and Ukraine. All right, if she's right on... Ooh, look at that. They blacked it out, though. If she's right on this, what do you think? I mean, if she's telling the truth, and we're going to play the oh, audio yeah, for it. I mean, it's huge. You got to get... You, hey, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and again, right? <laughs> yeah, but again... I, I wouldn't say that about her, but she's and she's had some controversy. I'll even agree with that too. Yeah, she she's gone unhinged a couple times. I won't. But. Like I said, I my dislike for her isn't. I mean, I'm not saying she does bad at her job or whatever, but I don't know. She she's a Karen. She, Plain she, and simple, she's she, a Karen. she is a bit. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, she did come out. Support no McCarthy, offense though. to any of our listeners out there who may be named Karen. I got an aunt named Karen, and she's probably listening. Yeah, but well. she's anti-Karen. She's a Karen that's anti-Karen. Anyway, prior to the 2020 election, the Gateway Pundit, this is the Gateway Pundit, released sordid details from the Hunter Biden laptop. The mainstream media and regime lapdogs refused to report on the criminal conduct of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the Biden crime family in order to protect them days before the 2020 election. Uh, Gateway Pundit reported in October 2020 on Hunter Biden's Russian orgies, his many nights with Russian hookers, his father wiring him money for his prostitutes, and his fears of being blackmailed by the Putin regime. So, Marjorie Taylor Greene has just come out and broke some news, and the Gateway Pundit does a good job of prefacing these stories, okay, with stuff that they've covered in the past. Sometimes they miss, a lot of the times they hit on it, and I don't blame them for wanting to emphasize that there were some of the first people to break this this is this is marjorie taylor green right here uh she did a press conference let me make sure i got the date right because i screwed everything else up this was on the morning of april 18th and this is one of her press this is something she did with the press i'm going to pull it up for you real quick and here we go we just uh, finished reviewing the financial records in the Treasury. Uh, what I saw was over 2,000 pages of jaw-dropping information. Uh, there's basically an enterprise wrapped around Joe Biden uh, involving not only multiple family members, more than we thought there were, but other people as well. Uh, just a complete conglomerate of LLC shell companies where money was passing through from foreign countries China, Ukraine, but many more countries than just those. There's a lot of information the American people deserve to know of the Biden family and the crimes they've been involved in. And the Oversight Committee has a much bigger investigation to do than we ever thought was possible. Um, I just saw evidence of human trafficking. Uh, this involved prostitutes, not only from here in the United States, but foreign countries like Russia and Ukraine. Uh, this is... You know, I think it played over a little bit there. Uh, oh, did you see what I did there? I turned it off and it didn't beep. Oh, Pretty nice. good about that. So this is this is big stuff. Of course, she said the Oversight Committee has this information now. She's coming out and she broke that news. Dees, what do you think of that, what we just heard? I mean, yeah, if it's true, then that that's a pretty big deal. But I've been hearing this stuff for two years now and nothing has come out of it. I, I don't know that anything ever will come out of it. I, I know that they're trying, but I just, I'll get excited when I see some handcuffs. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think what they're doing, the house oversight committee, which by the way, house, they only serve how many years Two, two. um, 
kind of had to rehash that. I think it's interesting how far it's going to go. We don't know. But the good thing, and I've touched on this before, is even though you can sit back and go, well, it's not, nothing's going to happen, at least it's making it out there. At least we have the Oversight Committee investigating this. They have to have something tangible for her to come out and say this. She's kind of reined herself in a little bit from the the out in the space type of person she was a couple years ago. So let's hope what she's saying is true. Now, got to give the hats off to her. Um, she does go for the jugular. Yeah. And this is a pretty good one. We don't have the audio, uh, but the Fox News headline is Dems asked for Green's words to be stricken from record after she brings up Swalwell's Chinese spy scandal. The spy who shagged me. House Democrats tried to have Rep- Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's words stricken from the record during Wednesday's Homeland Security Committee hearing after she mentioned allegations of Swalwell's past relationship with a Chinese spy. Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, so I got a story on him too, <clears throat> testified before the Homeland Security Committee to defend the Biden administration's budget proposal. Proposal. During his questioning of Mayorka, Swalwell slammed Green for selling merchandise calling to defund the FBI, which they do and should do that, the IRS as well. $11,000 in uh, federal taxes I got to pay. <laughs> Taxation and, is theft. Oh, my God. And called on lawmakers to elevate our rhetoric. Green then brought up Swalwell's former ties to suspected Chinese spy Christine Fang, also known as Fang Fang, which were first reported in 2020. Uh, quote, that was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it, she said. That is such a Karen sentence. It is, but yeah. it's true. It's true. I don't care if she's a Karen. If if gonna, if she's, look, if you're going to quote it, you've you got to at least like make it sound right, because you know... I listened to okay. it, and it sounded like, well, okay. that's quite entertaining from somebody that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it. Well, you know, Mr. <laughs> Swalwell, that's quite entertaining from somebody that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everyone knows it, Green said, but thanks for entertaining. That's, Is that better? Yes, yes. <laughs> Representative Dan Goldman, Democrat in New York, uh, got butthurt over that, and he interjected, requesting that Green's comments be stricken from the record and that she be prevented from speaking any further. <laughs> she called it completely inappropriate. Uh, anyway, they ended up not striking it down because her comments were not inappropriate. They were accurate. She didn't say anything that was not accurate. I always get a kick out of that, like in trials and in this here, stricken from the record or like in, in a trial. You know, I object. All right, sustain. Jury disregard that statement. Like they just heard it. <laughs> it, like, it, re- it reminds me of the uh, reminds me of the movie Liar Liar. I hold myself in <laughs> contempt. Uh, one story I want to get to real quick. And let D, you know what, D's? Did you have anything we're, we're coming up? I got a, a bunch bit? of stupid stuff that I've. Well, throw us some stupid stuff. Let's get out of the politics. Let's get out of the weeds for a little bit. You've got a minute you know or what? two here. Two it minutes. Was, it was it was tax day a few days ago, so some of you might be. Uh, hurting in the pocket a little bit, but I have good news for you. If you have a Facebook account and you had one anywhere between 2000, May 24th, 2007 and December 22nd, 2022, which is pretty much everybody in the world. Let's be honest. Most, and I know not everybody, but most, uh, you can take part in a, your share of a $725 million Facebook data privacy settlement. <laughs> I, I, I want my twenty-five cent. I want my twenty-five point five cents now. Well, this is separate 
from the the one that was uh last year, I believe they had one. Yeah. And that check was like 400 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember what the total settlement amount was for it. Um, but it, hey, if you can get a, you know, 300 bones from old yeah. Marky Mark and the well, you should Zucker see how much bunch. they charge me to promote our Facebook page. Yeah, I have. Um, so yeah, there is uh you can just google it. You can uh put your claim in and you'll get paid. Hmm. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh and do oh, that I will. for both of us? I promise you I will. Find out how I much did it we're before. Get I got a $400 check. And by the way, we got a lot of new followers on Facebook too. Want to give a shout out to them. Yeah, facebook.com Eldonzo D's and uh yeah, our followers have really started to blow up. So, if you're one of our newbies listening for the first time, thank you very much. Uh give us a shout out on the page. We're probably going to put together some kind of contest or whatever, give away some some free crap. So Yeah, it's hard out here for a pimp, isn't it, Deez? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, you know, something else I wanted to say, too. We are working on getting this show. It's not going to be live, but it's going to be up on YouTube. Yes, we already video. have a channel. Yep, we're, we're already doing that. So you're going to be able to see our lovely faces. Uh, as Linda called us, the two hottest guys in McLean County. Yep. Which I know one Who? of us is. Linda, the book gal. Oh, Remember, book she did the thing. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to bring that plug up anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we're working on that. we got a lot of new stuff coming for the Aldonzo and D show. Uh, we're going to be modifying stuff a little bit. We're going to be changing up the format just a smidge. We're going to have to kind of entice the uh, the video audience and and throw up some of the pictures and stuff of these stories that we cover. And we could actually throw a video or two on it. and or we can just throw a video up of that monkey dancing like I do when every time you come over to the house. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you didn't check that out, get out get over to the Facebook page. Yep. yep. And uh, we'll make sure and share that. And like I, the the monkey is very provocative. And like I commented on that, that's the only way I can get D's to show up to the studio. Yeah. So it works. Uh, we're coming up on a break. The 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 monkey's got more to offer though. Oh come on, man! That <laughs> monkey ain't playing with half of what I am. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we're going to touch on Joe Biden. Of course, said something completely I'm stupid. I'm not touching anything on Joe Biden. I just want you to know. No, but he'll 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 touch it on you. I'm not an eight-year-old girl. Doesn't it? Ooh, you can't touch this. We just did. We'll be right back on Cities ninety-two point nine. Aldonzo and D's show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. And a hearty welcome back to anybody listening on any of our uh, podcast platforms. We love you. We want to have your babies. I'm Aldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're going to go. Uh, this is Joe Biden. You know what? Like you've said before, the jokes write themselves. You can't make this up. I cannot believe. This was like, what was it? Dan Quayle and Potato. Wasn't Dan Quayle that spelled potato wrong? Was it potato? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. Anyway, this guy, he can't even spell the word eight. Eight. There's a T in there. He can't even spell it. Uh, Joe Biden on Wednesday delivered remarks in Akakik, Maryland. I think I did that right. Akakik. Akakik. Akakik, Maryland on what, his. You want a cookie? A cookie? No, that's not what it is. Uh, 
Akakik Maryland on his vision for the economy compared with mega house Republicans vision. Biden handlers trotted old Joe out for 30 minutes on Wednesday so he could discuss his economic plan at a union training facility. Imagine that. This is the only public event on Biden's schedule for the entire day, mind you. Uh, Biden claims his goal is to build an economy from the middle out and bottom up instead of one that trickles from the top down. Joe Biden went on his usual rant against billionaires not paying their fair share of taxes. A quote, we have a thousand billionaires in America. Do you know the average tax rate they pay? I'm just going to pull this up and let it speak for itself. Roll clip three. We have a thousand billionaires in America. Know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. <laughs> Dude. Dude, a <laughs> five-year-old couldn't screw that up. If you can make it, if you can get E I G H, you can't get the T in there. Yeah, that's what uh, this dude. Russia's looking at this. China's looking at this, laughing their asses off. I'm just being honest with you. I, why? Why don't they? Who writes this for him? Shouldn't anybody know he can't talk, let alone spell? Do you think? I got a question. Do you think they run him through? At at some point, they started running him through this stuff before he went on and be like, "Okay, Mister President, can you say this?" Say, that's boy. okay, say it again. And they run it through him and drill it a couple times and they set him up there. I would be like, no, dude, you can't, you can't have him start spelling, for God's sakes. What, you, what now? You want to have him tie his shoes live on air? You can't do that either. No, I'm pretty sure he would fall over. Uh, anyway, so they're talking about idiots in this administration. Here's another one for you, Mayorkas. And it kind of seemed like he got a taste of his own medicine here. But, you know, Mayorkas, who claims that we don't have a problem at the southern border. Uh, this is New York Post. Uh, this was this was today. Mayorkas made to face kin of Texas grandma, child killed by smuggler. Uh, the story is Homeland Security Secretary Aliano Mayorkas rose out of his seat Wednesday during a tense hearing on Capitol Hill and turned to face the family of a grandmother and seven-year-old girl killed last month in a Texas car crash involving an alleged human smuggler. Quote, they're sitting right behind you, Representative August Pfluger, Republican Texas, told Mayorkas as he presented the relatives of Marietta Tabunga, 71, and her granddaughter, Emilia Tabunga, 7, during the House Homeland Security Committee hearing. The Tabungas were killed March 13th when Rassian Natari Comer, 22, blew through a red light and smashed his truck into their car at an intersection near the Mexico border. Uh, my issue with this... Of course, I got an issue with any time anybody kills somebody in a car accident, okay? Now, no matter how good your security at the border is, people will get through. We understand that. This just kind of, when you think about it, emphasizes the issues we've got right now in America. We shouldn't have it to the point where this many crimes are being committed by illegals or smugglers, for that matter. What do you think, Dees? Yeah, oh... I totally wasn't listening. I'm reading the next story. I, I can tell. I, you know what? I probably should have paid better, better you know, I attention. Felt, I felt like I was in high school again and clearly <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> Mr. Deer, you want to come work this problem out on the board? No, I'm okay. No, I was sleeping. I was drunk. I was high. I was stoned. Uh, look, the whole point of this is I like the fact that they're bringing these people in and they're putting it in Mayorkas' face because this guy is completely out of touch with anything going on the southern border. I don't know how I don't know how we can go over and fight 
Ukraine's battles because their border got invaded and we are okay with leaving our southern border open. I do. It's China. But anyway, I mean, I don't know the actual specific reason that's going on in these people's minds. I, speaking of China, I did. I didn't pull the story, but I did read something about a, a reporter um, was talking about how there were literally thousands of and I don't know why you put this term in it, but military aged Chinese men coming across the southern border. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's easier to do that. It's easier for them to go to South America and come through than it is to get in our. You, right. And but you much think, cheaper. You think, but they're still sending them over. Uh, you know, something that I want to touch on. Let's do it in the next next segment about these uh, Chinese Communist Party uh, police precincts. They've been busting. Did you hear about that in New York? I heard of one. Yeah, no, they've they. I think they've gotten multiples. They've got a ton all around the country. I think they busted two. We'll oh, get okay. in that later. Um, but I think you had something that you wanted to bring up on this. Yeah, one. it's really I don't know odd to me that three times now, literally in the last week, we've had people shot over going to the wrong house or. This latest one today, actually, a basketball rolled into somebody's yard and he opened fire. We had the 16-year-old kid, uh, Ralph Jarl, who knocked on the wrong door and the homeowner opened fire to a glass storm door, uh, shot him once in the head and in the arm. He must not have been a great shot because the kid actually ran off and went and was like knocking on doors trying to get help. I don't think it was critical injuries and shooting through a glass door depending on what gun he had would have slow deflected the bullets yeah it makes me think that it probably was a 22 it I speculation mean, it, yeah i mean we don't know that is just a bad shot um and, but that's not as bad as the one that happened in uh new york where the uh there's i believe three people in a car trying to get to a party in a rural area and i believe upstate new york or outside of new york and the guy pulled into a driveway to kind of check his GPS and a guy come out on the porch and just open fire on the car, killing a 20 year old girl. Um, the, the man that shot the young, the 16 year old boy is 85. So, you know, maybe we got some grumpy old man syndrome, but the other one was a, a 60 year old man. And I'm all for gun rights and, and protecting your property. But look, if somebody just, pulls into your driveway that's that's no excuse to open fire well and you know, look i agree with that um what i'm going to say here is, is a couple points i want to make these stories are in their infancies so first first thing i got is we don't know why these these uh shootings took place i think it's kind of odd they're getting this many shootings like this are making the news okay we don't we don't know yet. Yeah, there's no reason for this stuff to happen, but we don't know what the story is behind it. And we've talked about that before. There's no reason to open fire on somebody pulls into your driveway. Now, if somebody pulls into my driveway, I'm looking. Okay, I'm oh, curious. Oh, for sure. But I got a question. Maybe even here. asking, "Hey, what, you know, what what are you doing uh, here?" How Well, no, wait a minute. How rare is this stuff to actually happen? That's kind of Is this really as I don't think this is as far out there as as most people think, I don't it is. think it's as rare. It's just odd to me that like this it's is popping up right now. Right. Meanwhile, the looting in Chicago, 
and the shootings in Chicago, which yeah, I want the, to get the, to in the, the next teen segment. takeover type crap. This has become a big thing in the big city, Chicago, Compton. Um, you know, what was it? Four or five Walmart stores closed in Chicago. Compton. Yeah. Out in L.A.? Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were calling Compton in Chicago. No, but... no, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. I should have clarified that. It's just funny that these domestic rural stories Compton are popping is probably up. peaceful compared to what's going on in Chicago. Oh, absolutely. But they still had the lootings and everything I want to touch on. Uh, just saying, I think it's kind of funny that all these stories like this are now popping up. I don't think it's something that's really increased. I don't think it's like some kind of pandemic going on. No, I think it's they're probably just getting the whole reported. gun thing. Absolutely. You know, CNN obviously ran with it a lot more than Fox did. Although, again, in the interest of fairness, uh, Fox didn't have the day of Fox didn't have a whole lot about the the, the Ralph Yarl, which right. was the 16 year old black kid. But they had a whole lot on the girl. Yeah, they did cover it, but not to the degree of, you know, and, and you know, my only defense to Fox News for that is there's really not a lot we could find on it. Oh, I've. There was quite a bit. I mean, it was, I mean, we don't have a motive yet. We don't have anything like that. We don't. We that's my only point to it. We don't. There's a lot we still don't know yet. Well, the motive is it was ten o'clock at night and it was a grumpy old man. And bottom line is he had no reason to shoot through a door. Okay, ask what the kid wants. Like he didn't. There was. I, no, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you on that. Yeah. I'm just saying we don't know the details of why he decided to do that. We there's an investigation going. That's my only thing. I've always defaulted to that. Let's let's wait until this stuff comes up and we get the details. But I agree. There's no reason to just shoot through your front door. I don't know the circumstances though. That's my only thing to it. Well, um, he said the circumstances. He said he was scared. Yeah, scared for his life because the kid was so big at five eight and 140 pounds. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. No reason to shoot through the, through the door from anything we've read. How no. about that? Yeah. Absolutely. You got anything else? Um, We're coming nothing, up on a hard yeah, break here. No, nothing that I can get through here in the next 32 seconds other than uh, we are going to talk about uh, McDonald's is in the news for uh, improving their burgers. And I'm going to talk a little bit about a woman that spent 500 days in a cave. And I'm going to talk about people who say that porn ruined their lives. Lies. All lies. No, man. I don't know. I'll never ruin my life. No. Anyway, more, right. more, more savory bits and morsels when we come back on Cities 92.9. The news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Back listening to the Eldonzo and D show on Cities ninety two point nine. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we were talking about the uh, the shootings in the last segment, and I was kind of trying to relate that to the stuff going on in Chicago and Los Angeles. The, the looting starting to ramp up right now. This past week in Chicago, we lo- saw a lot of stuff go down. Antifa, BLM stuff. Uh, the cops just sat back. People drag racing through the streets. People rioting. People looting. People getting shot. And in other words, a normal weekend in Chicago. Yeah. And Compton as well. We got a story on them. Uh, something I did want to touch on, though, is uh, Chicago mayor elect Brandon Johnson. So, th- so we thought this was great when they got that spooky Beetlejuice and Don King had a kid looking broad 
Lori Lightfoot out of Chicago. The Howard Stern version of Beetlejuice. Yeah, the Howard Stern. Yeah, exactly. We thought that was great. We're like, hey, Chicago finally woke up. Well, they put this Marxist Brandon Johnson in, who's supported by George Soros. Maybe not directly, but he's supported via uh, PACs that George Soros supports. It's, I got this thing, and this this is the new mayor of Chicago. If you'll recall, when we were talking about that election, I said that the new mayor... Pr- couldn't possibly be worse than Lori Lightfoot, but I'm sure he'll try. Hold my beer. Yeah. Okay, so this is what this guy, this idiot Brandon Johnson, has to say about looters. Now, this was 2020, but this is the guy that they have elected. If you remember, you go back to the George Floyd thing, 2020 was a big year for looting and rioting and, and all this other unrest. So we're going to play it for you real quick. This guy's stupid. Loot because they that's how they can eat? The real answer is... How do we make sure, the question is, how do we make sure that people can eat? Look, no one is gonna condone um, you know, behavior that, that quite frankly speaks to a level of desperation. So you're not, you're not condoning out, looting? I'm saying that people are acting out of desperation. We don't want a society that is acting out of desperation, but you have to pay attention to the cries that people have. By so you're, you're not that, condoning looting? There's no way to 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 embrace that. What I'm saying is you can't condone the looting that corporations continue to do every single day when they take tax dollars from black, brown, white folks all over the city of Chicago so that they can turn a profit. Okay, that's got no. Okay, the last part he said there's got nothing to do with it. That's like me shooting D's in the head right now and saying, well, you know what? Look at how many kids that Planned Parenthood kills every year. That's <laughs> completely stupid. Out of desperation, these people aren't hungry. They got iPhones. They're going in and robbing Gucci bags. They're going in and robbing uh, a, a Tesco store. Not Tesco's, that's in Great Britain. They're robbing convenience stores for condoms and liquor and cigarettes. Oh, they're getting whatever they can get their hands on. Exactly, but they're not robbing for food. These people aren't in the streets begging for bread, okay? They're playing on their iPhone with their new shoes, and I'm going to stop talking African-Americans. These are white kids doing it. There's a lot of rich little white Antifa snots out there, Oh, yeah, they just jump in, yeah, like back when all the George George Floyd stuff was going on, and, I mean, 2020 was... They didn't give a sh- no. about George Floyd. People they, just they just jumped on the bandwagon and you know, hey, let's go get some free stuff. So doesn't it, Dees? Doesn't it almost appear to you like these people want this to happen? By the way, they talk. Well, yeah, they're not I mean, saying they don't want it to happen. They're not condemning it. They're flat out condoning it. Uh, which which kind of goes into this thing about uh, we were talking about Compton, California. A viral video of a gas station in California being ransacked has sparked outrage uh, at the looters, governor, and the police response. This was about the convenience store. Uh, The footage showed over 100 people attempting to break in an Arco gas station in Compton, California, early Sunday morning, according to reports. Eventually, the group of people broke through the glass doors and flooded into the store to steal from the damage or steal from and damage the establishment while staff hid in a bathroom. I mean, the way gas prices are, I want to break into a few gas stations myself. I mean, I'd probably knock one over for the gas, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't break in and Which, leave everything. We wouldn't do that. It's slowly creeping back up to that $4 range here locally anyway. It is. If it's California, new, it's probably 6 or $7. Six, seven bucks. But. Uh, real quick, Deputy Miguel Meza of the Los Angeles. And this this is the problem we got Miguel. here. Miguel. 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 
That's I'm not good at I'm Miguel. not good at cultural stuff. Miguel. Deputy Miguel Meza of the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, Compton Station, spoke to ABC7 about the incident and said thousands of dollars worth of goods were stolen. He also addressed the police's difficulty in dealing with the situation. Authorities said they had been responding to various incidents throughout the night and are currently limited with their, limited with their staff personnel. They added they couldn't intervene with the giant takeover groups for safety concerns as they were outnumbered. So what they might as well have said is, hey, if you can get 100 people, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. That's basically what they're saying. They didn't tear gas them. They didn't do nothing. They didn't try uh, uh, riot disbursement. They didn't do anything. They just let them do it. They stood by and watched them do it. I mean, what kind of timeline are we talking here? Because I don't know, and I don't care. I, you can't let just people do well, it. Well, I understand that, but if you're talking about like some patrol officers, yeah, well, well, you know, you got to like call for backup, you, make an example out of it. Oh, them. I agree, but when you're talking like SWAT and mobilizing and all that stuff, it, it takes time. And if they're, it's just a. Well, they said it themselves. They smashed back for safety concerns. I just don't, yeah. If it's gotten to the point to where you don't have enough resources to stop the smash and grab, then our society is on the brink of going to hell in a handbag. Oh, I agree. I mean, it's it's bad out there, folks. We're in the middle of a civil war. Uh, one more th- one more thing I want to touch on real quick. This is from the New York Post. Uh, headline, porn completely ruined lives of young men experiencing erectile dysfunction. Dude, the, so this guy's admitting this... Uh, Gian- Gianfranco Martinez admits that porn completely ruined his life. He says, and I quote, I wasn't really motivated to actually pursue a real real relationship or even talk to a woman because I was just getting my fix through porn. He told the Post, it was impacting me socially. It was impacting me in my relationships. Now, look, this is an actual thing, though. I've I've seen there are like therapists that deal with this kind of thing. How much porn do you got to watch to where a real woman doesn't get you aroused? Yeah. I look, dude. I I've never had that issue. No, I me neither. But what's going that's on? That's a lot. I mean, how that's much? All I got to say. Is, I mean, it's it. This is probably the same type of guy that would go after an AI girlfriend. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's uh, he probably already has one. This is just this Gen Z stuff. What a bunch of wussies! They call it porn-induced erectile dysfunction. Dysfunction. I don't even know how you do it. Porn addiction can lead to desensitization to sexual stimuli, which can decrease arousal and lead to difficulties achieving and maintaining an erection. Weiss explained, if my primary source of arousal is constantly looking at 50 images a day or 1,000 images a day, I no longer become that interested on an individual basis. If you're looking at porno that much, dude, well, you need a therapist. A thousand pictures a day, you're doing it wrong. Just, you know. Upload a 15-minute video. Get 15. over it. Well, that's if I've already watched uh, two 30-minute videos. Yeah, I was just 15, give me about seven seven minutes, man. That's, that's like the max. I can stretch a 90-minute porn in a month worth. And of, that's if that's you've been drinking, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. What do you got, Deez? Uh Throwing money out the window has a new meaning. Authorities in Oregon say a driver. Did you see this? I don't think I did. A driver was hurling cash out of his vehicle Tuesday, leaving the roadside reportedly littered with $100 bills, prompting drivers in both directions to stop and collect the notes. I want to make it rain up in here. Oregon State Police and local agencies received calls around 7.23 p.m. local time about money floating on Interstate 5 near south end of Eugene. An OSP spokesperson said in an emailed statement, Responding troops identified the driver as 38-year-old Colin Davis McCarthy of Eugene. 
He explained his uh, large. I can't even say that word. Large right. what? Largis, lar, largi, I don't Largasi? know. Whatever. Largasi. <clears throat> Telling troopers he wanted to gift the money, roughly $200,000, they estimated. Authorities said there's no way to confirm how much he actually tossed, and they had, they had to ask him to stop throwing the money on the roadway because it was creating a traffic hazard, and he agreed. No criminal charges were being considered against him. Now, here's the interesting part of the story. Yeah. That was his entire family's life savings. What was why? He he told police that he had the money, so he was going to gift it to other people, like he was some kind of rich person. But his family has since come out and said that no, he emptied our bank accounts, and because his name was one of the primaries on the bank account, there's literally nothing that they can do about it. Really? Yeah. So. If you happen to be driving around in uh, the Eugene, Oregon area last week, you uh, you may be a few hundred bucks you may richer. You made out like a bandit. Yeah. Uh, can we have somebody around here do that? Like, yeah, Really? And I let can... me know when and where you're going to do it so I can drive behind you with like a big fishing net. And... This We're coming up on a hard break. We're coming into the last segment of hour two, and we've, we're, we're going to touch on that Chinese thing with the... Uh, the CCP police precincts, precincts in America. And we got the Haribo thing, which is going to get you off on a rant. Yeah. We got some more George Santos BS coming at you. And something about Washington State Middle School uh, licking game. Gives window licking a whole new meaning. We'll be right back. up to you on a beautiful Saturday morning. Hope you got your Bloody Marys in hand. You're listening to the El Donzo and D's show. I'm El Donzo. I'm D's. And we're getting ready to wrap it up. So we got some stories, some leftovers, as we like to call them, we want to get to. Uh, big one, we we're talking about the uh, the secret CCP police precincts here in the States that are getting busted. The first one's in New York City. This is a Fox Business headline. Ha, oh, China's a curry's here. Sorry, Achilles heel. Expose and take down a secret NYC police station, retired four-star general says. The arrest of two Chinese-American citizens who are allegedly running a secret police station in New York City exposes China's biggest weakness, according to one retired four-star general. It does reveal sort of an Achilles heel, in my view, of China, and that is how sensitive they are to adverse opinions and how quickly they respond to it, uh, said General Jack King. Look at how elaborate this is. We're many, many oceans away from China, but yet they've got an operation right in New York City to control adverse opinions against their regime. We're not talking about Beijing and Shanghai. We're talking about New York City. Yes, go ahead. It's just one ocean. Okay, well, you've got <laughs> you've got the Pacific, and then you've got the, if you go just opposite the Pacific. ways. Opposite ways. Why would you go opposite ways when saying. it's literally right there? Boom. No, I think there's another. Nope. Pacific. Or, okay, Pacific. anyway. All right, whatever. The guy's making a point, okay? I'm not going to argue with that. I ain't got the globe in front of me, okay? What is this? Is this I got guy Joe Biden's cousin? He no, he's can't not. Count he's how many oceans. He's got his stuff wired tight. Maybe he misspoke like we did about senators and representatives. You did. Term. You did, too. I just had him. I had the years right. Okay, okay. Anyway. He had him resort. Anyway. 
So what's going on here is the Chinese, he says that's their biggest weakness. Okay, and the point he's making is that they have to come over here and stop Chinese dissidents from speaking out against Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. That's a big weakness for them. And I agree, if they have special police precincts set up over here and we don't know it, and they're actually policing uh, U.S. citizen speech... Well, they were doing a lot more than that. They were, like, helping them get their licenses in China. They were, but they were also going out and snatching them. I think that's one of our biggest biggest weaknesses as well if this stuff's going on in our country yeah well yeah and we're just now busting it i don't know dude it's just they they're getting their fingers in our pies every which way but loose that's my only point to it now something we touched about in the beginning now d snapped when he heard about this and d's got some insight oh people are stupid so i do not eat these haribo gummies. i do a lot of them actually Really? Yes, I I love gummy bears. I don't. You know, I don't do the sugar thing. I do sometimes. Anyway, Haribo. Haribo. This is the New York Post headline. Haribo fans shocked to learn green gummy bear flavor. Calling the police. So I read this, and I'm like, okay, dude, how bad could this be? And I'm reading on and reading on and reading on. And uh, this is how it starts. Fans of Haribo gummy bears are very (laughs) perplexed to learn the real flavor of its green bear. Somebody got paid to write that sentence. I obviously. A resurfaced post on Reddit pictures a Haribo bag that identifies each bear's flavor by candy. While most consumers would associate the green bear with a green apple, lime, or even watermelon flavor, in most places the green gold bear is actually strawberry flavored. Now before you go into this, Mm -hmm. I just want to mention that I didn't even know this and they wrote a story about this. They went out of their way to put about people are calling the police and write this story and clickbait. D's, tell us what everybody's missing here. People are stupid because right on the package, not on the front, mind you, but on the back, it literally, scroll down, it literally has like a diagram that shows you each flavor of the bears. They have an orange one, which is orange flavored, a lemon, which is a yellow flavored, those are gross. A white one, which is pineapple flavored, which is even worse than the lemon. Yeah. Red, which is raspberry, should be cherry. Big mistake by Haribo. And then a green one, which is strawberry. You see the label, right? I see it. I that see- is literally on the packaging. Look, look. Now, while I will agree, green should not be strawberry, it's right there. So if somebody is that dense that you don't know it, that's on them. Well, okay. And so to be outraged, all, just find better uses of your time. Let me let me say this. The pineapple, that may be a good one to eat if you think you're getting lucky later. Just saying. As far as the strawberry goes, yeah, why would they why would they make it green? Did you get the pineapple thing there? Yeah, but it's not a, it it ain't it ain't helping you, at least I hope not. <laughs> Nothing's helping me right well, now. Well, this is true. Anyway, the strawberry one, I agree it's green. It's kind of absurd that strawberry would be green. It is. But then again, raspberry's red, so what are they going to do? Make another red one? You could make it a, a surprise pack? I'm just, I don't, I, I don't know. As much as I do like the gummy bears, you know what's even better and that I have a slight addiction to? What's that? The gummy lifesavers. Those are actually pretty They're good. They're friggin' amazing. I almost said it. That's how excited I am about I buy like a three-pound bag at least once a week. So this has been printed on Haribo yes, gummies yes. forever. I can go home right now and get a package, bring it here and show you where it clearly says green is strawberry. Wow. Yes. And one more I want to get through. I'm going to, I'm going to do this quick because I don't like this guy. 
Uh, George Santos announces 2024 re-election bid. Well, good luck to you. So I get, there's two sides of this. This guy lies all the time. He's lied about his, his education. He's lied about places he's worked. He's a phony screw bag. I don't like him. Okay. And then you get, then you get some people on the right going, well, Joe Biden lies and the Democrats lie. Yeah, they do. Okay. Everybody lies a little bit, but that doesn't mean I want to support a guy. We're better than that. No, don't support yeah, this th- dude. This, this guy's a dirtbag. All this stuff came out about his lies after he got elected. Yeah. Don't dude, don't support him. Don't buy into one, that. One. one of the few times that I agreed with Mitt Romney that this guy is a disgrace. Yeah, I I that, yeah, I agree. One of the few times. Dude, we don't need people like that in our party. No. We don't need people like that being conservatives. We need truth. We need, as Dees would say, Marjorie Taylor Green. Okay, anyway, going on. Uh, do you got something you want to jump into before yeah, back, I talk about back to good news for fat people? <laughs> McDonald's is working to upgrade and improve prove its burgers mcdonald's is trying to step up its game by making improvements to classics to its classic burgers according to news release fast food restaurants working to ensure the buns are softer toasted to a golden brown while having perfectly melted cheese on each burger all made by robots they actually said this we found the small changes like tweaking our process to get hotter meltier cheese and adjusting our grill settings for a better sear added up to a big difference in making our burgers more flavorful than ever Here's an idea. How about you actually put more burger in the burger? Because this isn't like the quarter pounder or anything like that. Where's the beef? These are their regular wafer thin. Wafer thin. Yeah, like a Big Monty Ma- Python. A Big Mac is nothing but bread and sauce and pickles. Like, there's no burger there. If you want to impress me, McDonald's, make your burgers bigger. Did you hear about the fries? They're actually, I didn't know this. They they made their fries with beef stock. They even they you can literally find that information. On uh, their new, no, no, no. I, I, know. I just hadn't heard it before. Yeah, that kind of became a story. Like, oh, vegetarians are going to be mad. It's been that way forever. Vegetarians That's their screw them. Yeah, whatever. One, one I want to get into. We'll trade off here. Uh, I'll do this quick so you can get one more in if you got one more. Washington State Middle School blasted for highly vile licking game between staff and students. I saw this. So I guess they. It was a middle school hosted a licking competition between students and staff, which prompted outcry from parents. Of course, they put up two. One. They put up one piece of plexiglass. About a quarter inch thick. And they sprayed whipped cream on it, or marshmallow cream. Yeah. And, which, ooh. And some of the, the teaching staff would be on one side and the students would be on the other licking at each other. Yeah. Which is, this, what, the, what the hell's going on here, dude? Even, and then they said, I think it was a janitor. That was doing it like he was performing a sexual Yeah, act. he was a little provocative. The The, the worst part I mean, of the whole thing too. is like they ask kids, like, if you're coming to the assembly, do you want to play a game? But they didn't tell them what the game was until, right, until they got out there. And then they had to basically have a lick off with. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Why? Parents have a right to be outraged. Who the hell came up with this? Okay, D's. Go ahead, brother man. You got one coming up for us right here on the old Donzo and D's show. Uh. Couple with three kids have discovered their cousins after 10 mm-hmm. years of marriage. Oh, boy. After three kids, 10 years of marriage, Selena and Joseph Kionis discovered they were related through the use of a DNA test. In an interview with people, the couple opened up about the discovery after sharing the revelation in a viral TikTok video. Go figure. 
so yeah, they basically had already been married and had a kid, and then they started talking about family trees, and it's like, wait, your your great grandma was so and so, so was mine. Ruh row. And they have perfectly healthy kids, and it turns out that they're like cousins, and I don't mean like first cousins they're like seventh cousins down the line that ain't no big deal yeah it's not a, a big hot deal cousin. so She's still i just thought now. it was funny but and surprisingly they're not from alabama so well that's amazing that is just absolutely that's a good story right there the kids are okay they're not playing banjos or raping mid baby on a creek bank facebook.com slash eldonzo bees and don't forget if you haven't already download the city's 929 app all right, we'll be back next week. The Aldonzo and D Show. We'll catch you, baby. We're out of here. See ya.